to Milnerton. Uh, the Sandan Road flowing okay. You can get out of uh, that Parklands area on the Sandan Road out to the N7 and have a pretty good run uh, all the way through towards uh, the Goodwood area. The N7 just a little bit slow after Platicliff Road towards Bossmanstown, uh, but it's the uh, sort of off-ramp lanes that are queuing rather than the main carriageway there. And a reminder of the uh, R61 in the Eastern Cape, technically closed between Craddock and uh, and uh, Queenstown engineers, hoping to get a bypass open a little bit later this afternoon around a collapsed bridge and mud on the carriageway. Rob Byrne, AM Live, Traffic Watch. With the current spate of crimes against women, children and elderly in the country, the role of the police is under the spotlight. To discuss and elaborate on initiatives taken by the SAPS, the New Age Business Briefing brings you the Minister of Police, Natin Tetwa. To book your space, visit www.thenewage.co.za or call 011-542-1218. Live on SABC2. So you've decided what you're getting your loved ones for Christmas, but what are you getting yourself? Yes, you deserve a big gift too. And your General Motors dealer has a gift that keeps giving. If you buy selected Chevrolets, Opals or Isuzus before the end of this month, you only pay your first installment on the 1st of April 2014. Cut election, boss. It's your Christmas gift. Offer subject to finance approval, T's and C's apply. Visit your nearest Chevrolet, Opel or Isuzu dealership for these and other awesome deals tailor-made for when. Are you up to date with the world of property? For all things property, what are your rights as a property owner and or purchaser? Are you a tenant or the landlord and you need advice? What is the value of your investment in commercial property in South Africa? What matters are of importance in discussing land ownership? Trust us to simplify and help you understand the detail in all things property. Join me, Dineo Mulomo, every week on Tuesday morning on Morning Talk at 10.30. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Well, good morning indeed. My name is Ashraf Gardo, standing in on the AM Live show for the rest of the week. So part of that, of course, is hosting the Forum and Eight. And I think we have a really important, certainly very thought-provoking uh, topic of discussion coming up over the next hour. Has South Africans lost the values that, that so impressed, that so inspired the world in 1994? Think about this. Has South Africans lost the values that so impressed, so inspired the world in 1994. And as we do that, of course, you'll sort of cast your mind right back to 1994 or the period building up to that and say, well, what did we do then that we appear to have got it right to the point where the world spoke about South Africa as this as this nation, as this favored nation where they appear to have got things right under the most uh, terrible of circumstances, but it worked out fine and they then at that stage or we in 1994 appeared to be the model to follow so what did we get right then uh and in fact whatever it is we inspire the world there's a sense amongst many people that in fact we've lost those values so what are those values indeed i've got two guests frini jinwala is the former speaker of the national assembly good uh, good morning and good chatting to you hi Good morning, Ashraf. Yeah, good chatting to you indeed. And we also have Raymond Lowe, who's the chairman of the Media Institute of uh, of South Africa. Raymond, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning. 
Thank you. And I'll welcome callers. I suggest you save this number. It's an important one. OH911042008. I'll open the lines in a few minutes' time, but 0891104208. If you're SMSing, it's 34701. 34701. You have the option to tweet, and if you're tweeting, it's at uh, AM Live on SAFM. You can also Facebook on the very same name, and you can tweet to me directly at Ashraf Garda and comment on my Facebook page. And lastly, you can email to amlive at safm.coza. Let's then start by chatting to Freddy Jinwana, the former Speaker of the National Assembly, because, uh, in fact, she made a speech at the Chief Albert Lutuli Memorial Lecture, gave, a, gave that speech, and, and some very important issues came up. And the one thing that we all left with, I understand, uh, Freddy Jinwana, is the fact that you cried in delivering that lecture. What did you actually say? Well, apart from going into the history of the struggle and franchise in South Africa, uh, towards the end, and sort of counterposed that against uh, what I now saw is happening to all of us in South Africa, where we seem to have lost values. That it's not a question of what the world recognized, but where it allowed us to hold our head up high. We kept to our principles, and now... The violence in our society, we are killing children. Why? There's rape, gender violence, theft, corruption. And my question really was, what happened to those values? And why can't we go back to them? How do we do that? Okay. And, 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 and I mean, you said lots more. We will talk about that in a second. But what's your short answer right now in terms of if we've lost those values, why, why have we lost those values? And then how do we recover them? Well, the first thing is the values were those of the liberation struggle, those of the oppressed, not the values of the apartheid regime or of colonialism. So the the fact that then, in spite of all that had happened over 300 years, the majority of the population in South Africa did not ask for vengeance. It didn't say, we're going to throw you into the sea, leave the country, it's not your country did not turn and say, we're going to do to you what you did to us. So it was, rather than that, it was an approach that had come from way back, saying South Africa does belong to all its people, black and white and whatever else, saying that we need to redress the past, but not by seeking vengeance on those who had different values. So that is what really we need to recover. And... That is what, it's not just that the world acclaimed us. It was that we could hold our heads up high. But what have we got instead? I mean, when we look around, we see the poor still living in abject poverty, no water, no drains, no proper education. I'm not blaming the poor for this. I was posing the question, why is this happening? What did we do wrong? And the question now is, as you correctly said, what do we do about it? Because unless we're able to address it, we will continue to drift in this kind of direction where the wealthy will get wealthier, the poor will get poorer, and we won't think about anybody except ourselves. Okay, that's uh, the opening salvo from uh, Frini Jinwala, the former Speaker of the National Assembly. So you think about it, has South Africans lost the values that, uh, uh, well, inspired us and impressed us and, of course, inspired the world as well in 1994. Raymond Lowe is the second guest chairman of the Media Institute of South Africa. Raymond, your, your thoughts on, on, on this question? 
Well, I, I agree with uh, Freeney, and uh, <clears throat> the, we certainly have lost values. I mean, the the extent of corruption in the country indicates a very serious uh, depletion of values, if I can use the term depletion. <laughs> um, that's that, that's very, very serious indeed. I mean, when you think of 34 billion rand, uh, according to the Auditor General, being misspent or um, improperly spent, uh, that, that, uh, that is a very serious figure. But I, I want to go back to the Constitution, uh, where our values were, in fact, spelt out. We, we said we were laying the foundations for a democratic and open society founded on the following values, human dignity, the achievement of equality, and the advancement of human right and free, rights and freedoms, non-racialism and non-sexism, supremacy of the Constitution and the rule of law, and universal adult suffrage and other mechanisms of a democratic electoral system. Well, that's what we laid down in the Constitution. And the question one should ask oneself, how far has one deviated from that? Let's just go back to one aspect of that, and that is the transparency and openness of our dem democracy that was also laid down in, that co in, the, in the preamble to the Constitution. Um, and it was a key feature of our Constitution, uh, transparency. And it's, it's, it's uh, uh, very clouded indeed and very cloaked indeed, transparency. We've only got to look at the, the machinations against the public protector to prevent the, the details of the Nikanva scandal from being exposed to the public. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll come back and pick up some of those issues in a moment. I'm, I'm going to open the lines now. So give, give me your thoughts on this. Uh, uh, in fact, have South Africans or has South Africans lost the values uh, that we had in 1994 that, that made such a difference to this country and then served as this, the gold standard, really, for others around the world. 0891-104208. And if you say yes to that, then uh, you can probably answer why uh, and tell us why, in fact. And we'll certainly look at solutions. How, in fact, do we, do we fix that as well? You can also SMS me to 34701, 34701. I'll, I'll pick out uh, those SMSs in a minute. I'll go back to my first guest, Frini Jinwana, the former Speaker of, uh, of the National Assembly. You see, the point that, that Raymond Lowe made earlier on, uh, Frini, was, I think it's interesting that we have a constitution that is intact. But if we go back to apartheid South Africa and the constitution was discriminatory, uh, it, it didn't, even in spite of, of the constitution being discriminatory, the people rose above the constitution anyway. And so although the constitution is in place now, something appears to be lacking that it, this constitution speaks about a, a holistic approach and being all good. But as a people, we're losing something. Do, can you pinpoint a, a specific reason why? Okay, let's just, uh, Frini Jinwala, the former speaker, I just want to check if we do have you back on the line, yeah? Yes, what yes. I wanted to, the point I was trying to make is it's not only 1994. I think those values were built up throughout the struggle against apartheid and against colonialism. And that is really the issue. If anybody expected that overnight in 1994, we expect we've got new values. Yes, they're in the Constitution. But the point was that the vast majority of the people, even in the struggle years, had maintained those values. So that we, uh, that's what I'm talking about, not just 1994. Because 1994 was the peak of achievement, the entrenchment of those values in the Constitution. 
But the question is, you can put them down on paper. How do you actually now make sure that they are continue to go through society? We never, all these decades, we didn't massacre people. Mm-hmm. At least the liberation movements did not. The colonizers and others did uh, to different degrees. Life had a meaning, and it didn't matter if it was a child, a grown-up, and so on. All of that, there was honesty, integrity. There was a question of living up to one's personal and professional standards. So all of that, in that process of the past, and I talk of a long period of the past, has gradually been eroded. And we need to systematically try to regain that. All right. And no, no. The, what you said in in terms of of your speech at the uh, Chief Albert Lutuli Memorial Lecture, uh, and I'm quoting you. You said, "I'm ashamed that we have not reduced poverty and the tremendous damage it has caused. We should have done better. We don't deserve to be elected after failing to listen to the people. Why are people crying? Why are we not listening? Why are universities not engaging in dialogue?" There's some hope, though, in Mangaung during the ANC National Conference. We established an integrity committee meant to restore values. Look at the activities of entrepreneurs, as you call it. I hope you will see the results soon. Now, there's a mechanism. It is not going to solve the problem, but at least it is addressing it. I don't have all the answers, but it is time for mobilization. We should bring back those values that won us international recognition. Where are those values? We should honor our leaders like Chief Abdul Latuli by bringing back those values. So it gets me to ask you the question, uh, Frini Jinwal, as the former speaker, uh, and someone complimented you by the way, saying, Madam Speaker, Speaker of Note, that if, if we, all the points you've raised now, right, when you say we should have done better, who's, who's the we? Is, is the we the, the masses or, are, or is the we we talk about, is that the leadership, the leadership of uh, political parties, the ANC and other political parties, who, who are they? No, it's all of us. Uh, I was not saying it's only the government's responsibility or the responsibility of the ANC. I was going further when I said we, I was talking of the South African public, in whichever ways we can, the churches, uh, regardless of religion, the mosques, so it wasn't a question of pointing fingers at anybody, but as a society as a whole, and that always the burden falls on whoever are the leaders. Whatever political party they belong to, they need to set the national standards. And if we don't do it, and I say we because I'm part of that, mm-hmm. then we cannot expect others to set up standards and abide by them if the examples don't come from the leaders in society, whether it's the media, whether it's the churches, whether it's political parties, everybody. And as I pointed to the universities, and I was addressing a university audience also, was to say they need to come in and assist by provoking debates, by challenging ideas that may be false, that ideas that are the policies that have led us here and trying to make a debate about them so that we can see how do we go about redressing the problems of the past but retaining the values of the past. Okay, I'm also going to get, I'll get to some of the callers better as well as Ian, I'll get your thoughts, but I'll also get the views of, of uh, independent political analyst Ralph Matrecha. We'll do that right after this.
The fifth annual Buyele Kaya Music Festival is back in East London Buffalo Cricket Park on Sunday, 15 December 2013. Featuring the likes of Yuma Sekela, Angelique Kidio, Ringo, Omo Sengare, Kulichana, Mafikizolo, and others. Tickets are available at Compute Ticket at 180 Rand. For VIP tickets, go to vip at wielikaya.co.za. The City of Ekurileni Economic Development Department is starting an ongoing youth work readiness program, a public-private partnership designed to help graduates refine their skills, acquire experience and be employable. We encourage corporates and public organizations to partner with us to employ young graduates and matriculants. The city will take responsibility for the monthly salary paid to these graduates for the 8-12 to 12 month internship. Companies should contact Program Manager Colin Ramokhale on 011-999-8231. Ekuruleni, a partnership that works. We don't know how many times your family will get sick this year. We don't know if there'll be mumps or measles or the flu that came home from Little Sunshine Nursery School. We don't know that. But we do know that you shouldn't wonder whether they're sick enough to see a doctor. And you shouldn't think twice just because it's October and that flu in May has wiped out your savings. That's why the traditional options from Liberty Medical Scheme have no self-payment gap. No. We don't know how many times your family will get sick this year, but we do know how to help you afford it all year long. To give your family the liberty advantage, visit libmed.co.za or speak to your financial advisor. Ask her. She'll know. Liberty. The advantage of knowing. Liberty is an authorized financial services provider. T's and C's apply. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. So South Africans lost the values that so inspired, so impressed the world and ourselves in 1994. Your thoughts, Frini Jindwala, amongst the guests together with Raymond Lowe. We'll also have a quick chat to Ralph Matecha, who is an independent political analyst. Ralph, good, good of you to uh, give us your time. Just just your thoughts on this on this issue, Ralph? Thanks, Ashraf. Uh, I think that this is quite a complex issue. There are some of the moral challenges we are dealing with as a society, some of which have to do, have to do with the political parties not being able to raise the bar. But also, we also need to be aware that some of the challenges that you are having are actually related to the type of uh, market system that we have adopted. One of the things that as South Africans we don't want to face up to a lot is that uh, a rapid market, rapid shift towards a market society and, and rapid uh, a shift towards this capitalist way of production, it does have an impact on the moral basis of the society. Those are some of the issues that I think we also need to... Okay, so if, if we agree but, with you, then what you're saying is then it goes yeah. back to that negotiated settlement and the decision taken by the leadership, to a large degree the ANC, in terms of the type of economy they wanted in you know, post-1994, Ralph. It goes to that, but it's not as simple as that as well, because I believe that the leadership and the moral basis of a society, it is a collective responsibility. There are those who believe that the, the moral compass of South Africa resides only with the agency or with political parties. I think that is wrong. Political parties reflect the values that are emanating from the society, and they also shape themselves in line with what is acceptable and not acceptable within the society. But the manner in which South Africans embrace a market society, and uh, we are not willing to deal with the effects of that. And the, the, the most immediate effect of the manner of embracing the market society, it is the collapse of the moral basis. We have to take collective responsibility 
beyond political parties, beyond partisanship, and try to reinstate that using other institutions such as your faith-based communities. Mm-hmm. But what, what I think we did wrong in 1994 was when, when the ANC came to power, when we became a, a free and open society, we have put all responsibilities of societal development within a political party. Even if the ANC was, was 200% successful, it is not in a position that one should look up to as a party to lead when it comes to the moral basis of society. It will be inspiring, of course, if the party lives mm-hmm. up to the higher moral standard. But I don't think the responsibility resides within that. The responsibility resides within communities if they claim their own space through other civic organizations and also dictate to the political parties as to what moral basis or maybe the way should we put the bar in terms of our moral requirement or the moral content of our politics. Okay. Ray- Raymond Lowe, do you concur? Not entirely, um, but I, I believe that uh, um, to try and uh, avoid the political parties taking a degree of responsibility um, is, is, uh, is a mistake. Uh, the political parties uh, and those in power have in fact created a legislative climate which enables certain conduct to be, to be uh, uh, conducted by the people. I'm, I'm thinking of the black economic empowerment, not mm-hmm. the fact that there should be black economic empowerment, but the manner in which it's been conducted, which has resulted in certain people becoming billionaires and millionaires overnight, which is not the purpose of black economic empowerment. That's the kind of thing that I think resides with the political party. There's also the, the lack of accountability and the manner in which accountability is, uh, is avoided. I came back to what I made, the point I made earlier about the secrecy. And by the mm-hmm. way, one hasn't got to go very far to look at the, the way values have slipped. Uh, if you open Business Day this morning on page three, there's a story about the national legislators' performance this year is open to debate. And it talks about the attempts by, by, by parliamentarians to, to uh, maintain secrecy over their conduct. Uh, the support that was given to uh, parliamentarians who were found wanting, who were found guilty of misconduct, mm, mm, mm. all those sort of things. Now, those, those, are, those are issues which I think are very, very important. Okay, which, which gets people to suggest that maybe the issue of, of, of a moral authority, which maybe Ralph alluded to, is not, it can't just be a political party. It needs to be something else. So what? We'll put that to Frinijinwala as well as you. Some of the callers have called in. We'll call you. We'll, we'll get connected with you after the, the news. It's an important issue. South Africans lost the values that, uh, that so inspired the world in 1994. It's uh, a 30-time now for the news headlines with Fabaxne. Thank you, Ashraf. Good morning. The National Empowerment Fund CEO, Pilisiwe Mtetwa, and two other employees have been cleared of wrongdoing following a forensic investigation. The NEF was alleged to have written off non-performing loans worth 290 million rand. The City of Cape Town's disaster risk management says its teams will remain on high alert as another coal front is expected to hit the peninsula tonight. A severe storm lashed large parts of the Western Cape at the weekend, leaving 18,000 people affected. Government has vowed to honor former President Nelson Mandela and his generation of leaders for their contribution in the liberation of South Africa. Speaking at the official opening of the Nelson Mandela Center of Memory in Houghton in Johannesburg, President Jacob Zuma said a statue of Madiba would be unveiled at the Union Buildings by the end of the year. Government's role in the fight against cancer will be highlighted at a world conference in Cape Town today and Selfie, the smartphone self-portrait 
has been declared Word of the Year for 2013. That's according to Britain's Oxford University Press. That's how it's looking for now. I'll be back with a full news update at nine. Traffic on SAFM. Well, just a couple of things around tonight's soccer game. The clash between Bafana Bafana and Spain at FNB. Uh, Ria Via are operating extra buses um, after the game, so that's one option to keep it traffic-free. Metro Rail are also operating a stadium shuttle, so this is a, a, another good way to avoid the uh, uh, the traffic snarl-up going into FNB. You can take uh, Metro Rail trains from Park Station at 8.30. Eight, uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, 18.30, so 6.30. Uh, 6.40, 7.45 and 8.30. So 6.30, 6.40, 7.45, 8.30 tonight. Cost is 20 rand for a return ticket. Uh, shuttle straight from Park Station to Nazarek and back again. So a couple of options. And the roads around FNB Stadium will be closed from 3pm. So there will be an impact on traffic trying to get from central Joburg out towards Soweto. Routes like Soweto Highway uh, will be closed down between Boysons and the uh, and the N1 Highway. So expect some delay. Main Reef Road, Mike 1 South End 12 through Southgate with that traffic heading home to Soweto on the divert this afternoon. Collision on the Mike 1 South at Marlborough Drive. Delays coming in from the N1 Baclou Interchange at this stage. Accident on the N1 South at John Foster. Three vehicles sort of into the back of each other. Uh, delays started about the R21 Highway Interchange. Durban looking okay. Little bit of pressure going into Prospect in the N2 North after this morning's crash. And Cape Town's N1 still heavy for this time of morning. Unusually inbound. Platycliffe Road down to the Coburg uh, Interchange and even more unusual, very slow from Platycliffe Road up the hill to the Durban Road exit if you're heading out towards Belleville. Rob Byrne, AM Live, Traffic Watch. Thanks for that, uh, Rob Wright. Rowena Baird coming up with the morning talk from 9 o'clock. What's on the show today? Yes, hello. Are you in, you're, not in, you're not in Belgium. I said if it's Tuesday, you're in Belgium, but okay. Mamelang Mimi, she's just discovered a Christmas gift that keeps on giving. The wheels she's been dreaming about is about to start turning at her generous Chevrolet Opel and Isuzu dealer because she can go shopping this month and only pay 1st of April 2014 on selected models. So, hamba, get yourself some new wheels for Christmas. Offer subject to finance approval. T's and C's apply. Visit your nearest Chevrolet Opel and Isuzu dealership for these and other awesome deals tailor-made for you. For you, the City of Ekuruleni Economic Development Department is starting an ongoing youth work readiness program, a public-private partnership designed to help graduates refine their skills, acquire experience and be employable. We encourage corporates and public organizations to partner with us to employ young graduates and matriculants. The City will take responsibility for the monthly salary paid to these graduates for the 8-12 to 12 month internship. Companies should contact Program Manager Colin Ramakhale on 11 899 8231 
Ekoruleni, a partnership that works. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Well, good morning indeed. My name is Ashraf Garda. Has South Africans lost the values that so inspired uh, the nation, the world? In 1994, I've got Fini Jinwala with us together with Raymond Lowe. And just for a very brief while, Ralph Matecha, and we'll get to the calls. In fact, we'll take the calls immediately now so you can call in 0891-104-207. Ralph, I know you need to go, so just a quick one from you. What needs to be done? Well, what I think needs to be done is that civic organizations that operate outside the political space should try to claim that space and use that space to express the type of the moral format or maybe to raise the bar when it comes to how morality should guide us in South Africa. And people also need to understand that uh, political parties will not go get out of their way to try to reinstall South Africa's moral position, as long as it is not in line with winning election. We have to understand the fundamental motive of political parties is to win election and also adapt programs that are in line with that. So it is up to communities, it is up to resuscitation of those institutions that always existed in South Africa outside the political space. They need to reassess themselves further. Okay, thanks for putting that on the agenda. Ralph Matecha, thanks for your time. I know you need to go. I'm going to put that to, to Frini Jinwala, the former Speaker of the National Assembly. You've heard Ralph's comments. What, what are your thoughts about it? Because what it suggests, in fact, that even in the past and now, that we almost have, as, as, uh, as the public, we owe allegiance to a political party at times that gives us some guidance, but we also need, uh, whether it's, it's a community-based or a model-based something, but a mass movement that gives us guidance outside of political or, or parliamentary issues. It's, it's true. That it's important to, for civil society take, to take up this challenge. Already existing parts of civil society or new bodies. At the moment, for example, professionals feel they are only accountable to themselves. But by what standards, the public needs to know. They feel we don't have to, we will set up our own committees, we will close them, we will discipline our members, but not the general society. So we can't exempt any group from accountability to society as a whole, and not only to themselves. The TRC, for example, Far too many professionals did not go there. Mm-hmm. And they, they seemed to feel they were, it's okay for them not to go there because they were, did not feel they were responsible for apartheid. Everybody was responsible for apartheid. Those who imposed it more, in, more than others, those who profited from it even more than that, so that we need to see how do we overcome that sort of attitude. And today, try and see. We have no civic education in our schools. We don't teach anything about the Constitution. Why must that be something that only the political parties do? Mm-hmm. Should but, society but, not be engaging in it? Well, well, you see, the question then is, and I'll get to Ian calling in in, in just a second, if, if everybody was responsible for apartheid, and, and let's say everybody collectively have been responsible for the dismantling of apartheid, the question that was picked up even by Ralph is, will political parties allow civic organizations to come to the fore and play the dominant role they played before now? Political parties do not have the power to stop anyone taking a stand on standards. How would they do it? When you say, would they allow it? What would happen? Well, if, if, if you look at it, they're, they're, you know, political parties are vying for our attention. It's as simple as that. Well, they can... They can 
seek the attention of the public, they can seek the votes of the public by the standards their leaders uphold, not by just stopping others. So political parties, political leaders, but leaders in every part of society can set examples. No one can stop them doing that. No one tells them you can't. But there's also been so much, there's a sense of, of political intolerance amongst all political parties these days. Uh, and, and that would probably give people a, a sense of fear to articulate their views outside of political forums. Well, I'm not suggesting that there should not be non-political forums. They need to be. And this is why I talked about the entire society. Now, I want to talk about something else when we talk about the media. People... Recently. All right, I'll tell you what, hold a thought on the media just for one second. I want to get to some of the callers. Ian in, in Cape Town, let's get your views. Hi. Hi, good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I certainly can. Go ahead. Hi, well, I well remember the excitement in the mid-90s of the referendum and the subsequent vote. Uh, but just cutting forward 10 years, there was a study by one of the major consulting companies, either Deloitte or McKinsey, something like that, which clearly worked out that 86% of the BE deals that had transpired in the 10 years since 1994 had been done by six individuals. Now, my opinion is that at that stage, we'd already lost the battle. That's my first comment. My second comment is that once you've done your first 400 or 800 or 900 million rand deal, you're no longer historically disadvantaged. So those are my two points. And uh, I think we lost the moral fight 10 years ago already, uh, and I think that uh, the rest of it is just picking up the scraps. Okay, thanks so for thank that. Very much. Thanks for that uh, comment, Ian. Right, your views as a listener, because you're part of civil society, you can call in and tell us what you think about that question. Has South Africans lost the values that so inspired the country and the world in 1994. Some SMSs uh, that I want to just pick out on. Absolutely, says someone. This government has ensured that the model fiber of our citizens have been, has been destroyed. The young have no respect for anything. There is no law and order anymore. Yes, we lost it. In '94. we celebrated political freedom without understanding uh, its relationship or lack of to economic freedom. We have since become greedy and materialistic and leadership positions become tickets to wealth rather than serving people. And uh, uh, Impole, King, Impole King saying, you can't lose values that you never had. South Africans never had values that made the country be, to be so impressive in the world. All we had, especially the Africans, were the deceptions and illusions that we can all live peacefully together in a new democratic South Africa without addressing the injustices of the apartheid era and, to a large extent, the 300 years of colonialism. The standard set by forcing black people into hard labor was rather too high to keep up with after the freedom, relief and people's rights comes from David Mtunzi. Uh, the Mazibuya African Forum leaders arrested in Phoenix for addressing plight of African leaders uh, workers, that is, this follows Cosato's interference with employers where gains made by the MAF were reversed by the same Cosato. It is regrettable that the SABC ignores this matter. In fact, from Philip Mishlonga, in fact, Philip, we've done this, we've discussed it, I've discussed it on the on the morning talk show a few months ago in, in detail. Uh, what about the values of necklacing and political assassinations? Question mark. There is no point of reference for morals. People are self uh, referencing we have lost the value of god cater deployments have eroded the culture of service to the people now it's service to the party and their stomachs comes from zakin Mumalo in peter meritsberg the only thing right was our unity against apartheid then corruption broke us apart i'll get to raymond low in a minute i want to pick out i'll get three calls in one going saw me in durban let's get your thoughts hi 
Um, so me hi, you're on the air. Um, so me hi. Hello, it's Edwin again. Okay, hi Edwin. Okay, now we've lost that. Let's get to. Let's try and reconnect now to uh, better.